This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Very good morning, Jai Shri Krishna Guru. Wishing you all a very happy new year. I hope you had a wonderful time with your family and friends. And thank you for joining Shri Guru Charitra Parayan. We begin the new year with a big bang. <laughs> I hope we both evolve on the path of spirituality by starting Shri Guru Charitra. That's the most wonderful way to begin our spiritual journey. So thank you once again. Let us begin today's beautiful lesson. Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha, Om Shri Ganeshaya Namaha, Om Shri Saraswataya Namaha, Om Shri Mahalakshmi Namaha, Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwaraha, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Guru Ve Namaha. Shri Guru Charitra, first chapter, Vision of Shri Guru Nath. This is going to be a very small chapter, but we'll begin today with this chapter. Saraswati Gangadhara begins with invocation prayers for divine grace to endow on him merit and strength to be able to successfully compile the sacred Guru Charitra, the glorious account of the divine incarnations of Lord Sri Tatadreya with Sri Pat Sri Ballab and Sri Narsimha Saraswati. Namdarak, an ardent devotee of Sri Narsimha Saraswati, sets out for Gangapur for the darshan of the holy Padukas. Tired and exhausted, he fainted on the way. At this time, Gurunath appeared before him in a dream and blessed him. Shri Gurubhyo Namaha, Shri Ganeshaya Namaha, Shri Saraswataya Namaha, Shri Guru Dattatreya Namaha, Shri Mahalakshme Namaha, Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwaraha, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Guru Ve Namaha. Guru, the spiritual preceptor, is himself Lord Brahma, the creator of the cosmos. Guru himself is Lord Vishnu, the sustainer of the cosmos. Guru himself is Lord Maheshwaraha, who absorbs unto himself this creation at the end of each cycle and variety. The Guru himself is absolute and supreme Godhead and unto that Guru I offer my total obeisance. To, tra to transcribe into finite language in the confines of limited vocabulary the infinite glory and effulgence of Guru Dattatreya, the unified manifestation of the Supreme Trinity, Brahma, Vishnu and Maheshwaraha is an impossible task for any. Even the Vedas failed and beat a retreat. But even so, if at least a small and single ray of the supreme effulgence of the Godhead can be captured, that is enough to redeem the world. And through divine grace, the impossible becomes possible to some or to a little extent at least. What is Namdharak saying here? He's saying, the divine glories of the great masters is very important to listen and also to narrate. We need to understand the teachings that they have imparted to us. Why do they manifest in the first place? When we were doing Sai Satcharitra, Sai Baba had very beautifully explained that Guru is a Tattva. It's an essence. It's a principle which manifests. It dons a body. It dons a garb. Why? Because the Guru manifests so that they can impart the knowledge about the Supreme Truth. They can put the path 
you know they to the devotees and the disciples they can show the path they they can put them on the path of spirituality and to establish dharma to ensure they bring back the unrighteous on the righteous path that is why the guru manifest please understand the guru the the guru is an essence it's a tattva tattva means it's a principle it's an essence so the unmanifest principle manifests into a form so and not just that right there are different different manifestations of different kinds of gurus when i say kinds the same divine and i will give you an example why i'm saying what i'm saying say here dattatre he is a supreme master so he is then master of the he is the trinity right he is a supreme master where he is himself the uh, brahma vishnu and maheshwaraha so he has got all the three different powers within him rather he, he is everything yet we are giving a description and as we evolve on this spiritual journey and as we you know progress you will understand lord dattatre's life story how did he come to be the brahma vishnu mahesh what is the uh, you know genesis about his incarnation as the trinity the supreme master so all that is very beautifully explained and we we'll wait for that so coming back the reason why the guru manifests is to establish dharma is to you know pull the devotees and disciples on the path of bhakti and put them on the path of you know the spiritual path which they have to evolve that is the only purpose why they incarnate or manifest time and again this is a very important lesson and most important also only those devotees whose ishta is is a particular guru an example could be if you are a devotee of sai baba or your ishta is sai baba or your ishta is dattatre or your ishta is uh, swami samarth so you will have to hold on to that guru that is the manifestation whom you will look forward to similarly an example my krishna guruji you know when we when we address him as krishna guruji he is in he is the manifestation of lord shri krishna himself so only those devotees and disciples whose ishta is that like lord shri krishna they will come to him and please understand and my my guruji will always say to everybody right he says whosoever is your ishta you have to just follow them but teachings can be got from everybody and every guru gives the same lessons in a different different manner that which is palatable to you so you will accept certain teachings from a certain master so but you need to have that one guru who is going to put you on that path and guide you through your spiritual being and like sai baba has mentioned only the um near the near guru means the real master who can give you the experience of para brahma alone is there here for you to follow so when you meet such a guru you need to make that effort to follow him hold on to his feet never ever leave your master the only way to attain god realization is through your guru alone guru is the doorway to god please remember this there is no other reason why the guru manifests the only way for spiritual being is through guru alone without a guru you cannot have god realization which means you cannot redeem from the birth the cycle of birth and death you cannot overcome your karma 
that is why the divine lord almighty continuously keep manifesting manifesting on this planet so that they can pull their devotees and disciples out of the material worldly existence to transcribe okay we finish this namdharak invokes for divine grace saraswati gangadhara that is namdharak the blessed devotee of datta avatar shri narsimha saraswati before setting out to write the sacred guru charitra the life story of the avatar invokes the grace of lord ganesha without lord ganesha's grace nothing can be achieved he is mangal murti the embodiment of all the auspicious attributes and the abode of all auspiciousness he is most easily pleased responds instantaneously and bestows his grace ever readily on whosoever calls out to him he makes the impossible possible with his grace and help the sage vyasa could compose the incomparable and monumental mahabharata saraswati gangadhara extols lord ganesha saying you are the remover of all obstacles you keep your large fan like ears always waving the air waves produced thereby drive away all the obstacles in the path of your devotees in your stomach rests all the worlds and that is why you are extolled as lambodhara even all the gods have to worship you alone first before undertaking any of their divine tasks i pray to you to bless this venture of mine and help me through so most important before you commence any you know good um anything new you commence or you want to do something very auspicious or you you're venturing into something uh, important you have to always first take lord ganesha's blessings why he is the remover of all obstacles so that there will not be any obstacle on the path of your journey or whatever that you might want to achieve so if the, the path is cleared and you can progress smoothly next saraswati gangadhara invokes the grace of mother saraswati the bestower of all knowledge and wisdom he prays you are the mother of all the vedas without your grace man cannot pronounce even a syllable you are the life force behind the sound you are the indweller in all the fourfold aspects of sound ris para pashyati madhyama and vaikhari from the subtlest to the grossest expressions of sound i beseech you to bless me and help me in this venture of mine very true again we have to next worship mas saraswati why she is the goddess of knowledge the words that comes from this body as well it is her grace she is the ma she is the vedas the syllable is written because of her she is the goddess of knowledge so without her grace we will not be able to expound or even like namdarak says we'll be able to write these words of beautiful life story of lord dattatre the words are of the guru's wisdom they chose they choose the instrument to get their life story written likewise in sai baba's poti we read about how hemard pan that is dabolkar was a chosen instrument and baba got his life story that is satcharitra written through him similarly in every um manifestation of this great saints and the guru they have a chosen one somebody becomes an instrument and they get their leelas written through them their life stories because that becomes a very important 
medium for the teachings and the lessons to be carried forward for the future generations so that those ardent devotees who are the seekers of the spiritual truth will get the knowledge from this life stories of theirs so ma saraswati is very important to be worshiped before we begin anything saraswati gangadhara next prays to the trimurtis and to shri dattatreya he prays o lords you are the primeval gurus you are the ones who incarnated in the kali yuga as shri narsimha saraswati to redeem people from their ignorance and their ills with full faith that you alone are doing uh, you alone are going to stir me through this colossal venture i am setting out upon this task it is like the child trying to catch the moon by stretching out its hand but even so i have complete faith in you that you will help me through so what is he next praying to who is he praying to the guru himself the trimurti lord dattatre he is going to write the life story of shri dattatre and he is praying how lord shri narsimha saraswati manifested in the kali yuga why to remove the ignorance and illumine the knowledge of the truth to those true seekers and also to establish faith in the unrighteous or those who have literally fallen and like baba said right i come here to uplift them upliftment is very important so that some day they will get that grace and evolve on the path of dharma it is extremely important so guru is ever compassionate he comes here to remove all the afflictions the threefold afflictions and establish faith and dharma in the disciples devotees and in this entire universe but again like i like baba has taught it is only through self effort they, they are not here to perform miracles they are not here to do some magic the only reason why they will do certain it's not a miracle they make your whatever that your desires are they make the desire come true only so that they can establish that faith in you so that you can be put on the path of dharma so that your spiritual wheel can be attained thus saraswati gangadhara starts with the divine narrative the guru charitra as a prelude he gives a brief account of his lineage and of his immediate forebears he belongs to the kaundanya kaundanyasya gotra he is of the fourth generation in the line reckoning from saimdeo saimdeo's son was nagnath and nagnath's son was deorao all of them were staunch devotees and worshippers of gurunath saimdeo and nagnath has the blessing has the blessed privilege of being the close disciples of gurunath and of serving the master in his lifetime it is because of the merit earned by them that one among their family saraswati gangadhara could become an instrument of lord to write about the divine leelas of the great datta avatar for the benefit of humanity and the world it should however be understood that the life of any great saint or master and much more so often avatar like that of shri narsimha saraswati is like a huge iceberg lying submerged in the frozen waters of the ocean and showing but a tiny crest or a pinnacle afloat on the waters 
what will be discernible to human eyes is just a tiny portion a float above the waters but not the mountain sized iceberg submerged under the waters what is he trying to say here he is simply saying that lord dattatre is an ocean himself he is the limitless ocean where you can't even understand or fathom him he is unfathomable inscrutable incomprehensible all you can get to see is just the surface level the tip of the iceberg that is all can you experience him or understand about him in there is no way can you ever understand the divine lord because they are athang sagar like i said a limitless ocean what can this mere body you know which is which is with mind ego everything can try to understand please remember one very important lesson god cannot be understood through your mind you just have to you know experience him only with your heart and how do you experience god through your heart right that is why the teachings are important the how do you do it by going through the process of the by purifying your heart your mind and surrendering unto the lotus feet of the guru so the process is extremely important it is a journey and as you go deeper 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 into that you will realize that which you will have to but not everything that is what he is explaining here so also in the following account of gurunath's life it is but a fraction of his glory that will be delineated it is impossible for anyone to describe the avatar's full glory he is a mystery beyond all human comprehension that's exactly what i was saying you cannot comprehend how much can you write about him that much which is very important for the world to understand and to know you cannot ever know or even describe them adequately no words can describe that is why the wise and the great wise and the knowledgeable beings also say the vedas and the shastras shrutis and shastras also cannot describe because they fail to describe the divine so who can describe him only god can describe who is god that only in a very you know like that just a dot only in the in the minuscule point nothing more than that that is exactly what he is saying here he, you know and showing but a tiny crest or a pinnacle a float on the waters that is all a tiny crest that is all you can know of him how much are you trying to use your mind to know him you cannot so let us you know learn this entire knowledge through our heart let us not your use our mind see mind is only there to imbibe it is there as a tool but don't use the mind to try to experiencing the divine that is not going to be possible so let us focus on you know learning him through our heart that is why we say you have to listen and not hear who hears your mind hears you have to listen from your heart and that is when it will imbibe within so whatever that little knowledge that we can take from this it will purify our entire being we will it will absolve of us of all our karmas so let us purify ourselves god has given this grace lord dattatreya has bestowed this grace so let us evolve on this journey to understand his teachings namdharak is blessed with guru darshan there was once a devotee named namdharak and who had a great yearning to visit the holy place of gangapur for the darshan of the sacred guru padukas 
स्पिरिट for all the devotees with great expectations and hopes namdarak sets out from this from his far off village to gandapur the journey was long and arduous he was very exhausted and had lost all his stamina he was seized with despair as to whether he would survive and be able to reach the destination at all resting under a tree namdarak cried out in desperation o guru deva don't you have pity and compassion on me i may be unmerited with so many sin loads on my head but what of it will a mother ever forsake her son however bad and evil he may be you know how devotedly my ancestors worshiped and served you because of that at least show me also a little consideration ignoring and forgiving all my lapses if you forsake me who can i look to oh my lord i will end my life if you are so callous to me wailing thus in anguish and desperation and fatigued by the journey he fainted and fell unconscious lo no mother ever forsakes her child even the cow comes seeking its calf namdarak had a wondrous dream gurunath shri narsimha saraswati deva stood there before him casting his benevolent looks upon him and placing his hand on his head that is namdarak's head as a token of his blessing namdarak's joy knew no bounds he fell at gurunath's feet he sang out loud hymns he sang out loud long hymns of prayers uh, praises to the lord he offered mental worship to him he collected the dust from under the feet of the lord and smeared it on his head on his own forehead and all over his body he was overwhelmed with joy so what is this explain see everybody has their own ishta till you do not meet your ishta you will not be satisfied i'll give you a beautiful story here about hanuman once hanuman was lying in the ground in near a forest in i think somewhere near dwaraka he had his long day heavy day so balram was walking towards that and he saw this monkey huge monkey with his huge tail lying there and you know and was blocking the way he was not allowing balram to cross so balram tried to lift his tail and put it aside he couldn't and then he tried to move his tail a few times and the monkey wouldn't budge and balram and then, you know he was trying to tell him can you just move so he the monkey just looked at him and he didn't, he didn't just like pay attention so balram said do you know who i am i am adishesh so i can just you know twirl lift you and twirl you and throw you far away so he was he was trying to again lift his tail so hanuman's expression was yeah try doing so and he tried to lift that heavy tail he was not even able to move so balram gets very frustrated and angry 
So then he goes to Krishna, Lord Sri Krishna, and tells him, See, look, there is a monkey sitting here who is you know, blocking my way and he is not even willing to budge and I am not even able to move his tail. I, I don't know who this monkey is. Then Lord Sri Krishna comes there to see this monkey. And the moment he comes there, he recognizes that is Hanuman. So Lord Sri Krishna you know, does Namaskar to him. He bows down to him. So Balram asked Lord Sri Krishna, who is this monkey? Why are you bowing down to him? Then he reveals to him that this is Lord Hanuman. So then even Balram does bow down to him. So after that, they go back. So before going back, Lord Sri Krishna asks Hanuman, why are you so sad and why are you laying here? He says, I have not met my master for many, you know, from, for a very long time. I am craving to see my master. I feel very sad. I don't know what to do. I, I really want to meet my master. Who is he saying? He is Hanuman. So who is his Ishta? Lord Sri Ram. He wants to see Lord Sri Ram. And Balram is trying to tell him, here is your master. Then Sri Krishna says, don't, don't say anything to him. See, he, he can only recognize his sister in the Sri Ram avatar. He cannot accept Sri Krishna avatar as his master, even though it is the same manifestations. But it's Lord Krishna himself as Sri Ram, but he can't recognize him. Then he says, okay, why don't you come to Dwaraka? You come there and meet me. You will, uh, you will meet your master. So Lord Sri Krishna says this to Hanuman and then they both go away. So after some days, it so happens that Hanuman is, you know, he's pulling the trees in this forest and he's creating a havoc, he's breaking the trees. Why? Because he's very agitated that he is not able to see his master. He's very frustrated, he's disturbed. He wants to see Lord Sri Ram. Then again, Balram goes and informs Krishna, Sri Krishna saying that, look, um, Hanuman is destroying all this, not Hanuman, the monkey, he says, the monkey is destroying all the trees and Balram also forgets that he's Hanuman and he's trying to think he's a monkey and fight him, but the monkey is uncontrollable. So then when Lord Balram informs Lord Sri Krishna, then he says, Lord Sri Krishna reminds him once again, look, that is Hanuman. He wants to meet his master, that is Sri Ram. So please let us go. Uh, he says, Rukmini, now you come in the form of Sita and Sri Krishna, you know, dons the form of Lord Sri Ram and Balram goes as Lakshmana. So all the three go there and the moment Hanuman sees him, he falls at his master and cries his heart content. He is extremely pleased and then he calms down. So do you understand this? So everybody has their ishta. They cannot accept Sri Krishna as Sri Ram. So the devotees who accept that form, the ishta is Sri Ram. So for Hanuman, the form of Sri Ram is the only thing that he will adore and worship. So likewise, here Namdarak, the ardent devotee of Narsimha Saraswati is craving to see his Gurudev. He says, look, my lineage has followed you. I want to meet you. So everybody, you know, craves to want their Ishta. Likewise, there are devotees of Sai Baba. They can only see Sai Baba. They only crave about Sai Baba. No other form or God can 
please them so like example in my own krishna guruji's case we all crave only for lord shri krishna and my gurudev gurudev is lord datatre so he is our ishta we love we recently celebrated datatre jayanti and we also finished the we did a samapti of the satcharit it is a very divine experience there are those like like i keep saying as is your faith so are your experience there are devotees and disciples that day who experienced datatre's presence here in our krishnarshan literally and i could see my guruji literally transformed into lord datatre himself that day that devotion that is what transforms them so they come and bestow that grace they give you that grace and they fulfill your hearts you know the crave the devotion to see that ishta that is what it is all about so every divine divine manifests for their devotees and disciples so hanuman was then pleased meeting lord shri ram likewise here namdarak was blessed and he was very pleased after meeting his gurudev so this is how you have to and please understand like my krishna guruji will never tell anybody if if someone's sister is sai baba he will never say you follow me he will only say please follow sai baba that is how he works he doesn't tell oh you should come and follow lord shri krishna or you should follow me no it is what your innermost heart seeks that is what you will experience so and most important as is your faith so are your experiences if if something is your ishta whoever that your ishta might be you have to hold it very tight hold on to the lotus feet of that ishta and the grace will come and when your devotion is to the highest that divine being will give you their darshan it, it will manifest for you that is the greatness of this spiritual beings and that is the greatness of the the divine lord almighty lord they can manifest in any form that which you seek from your innermost heart your innermost being seeks so that is the end of chapter 1 today with that we will continue tomorrow in the evening thank you for joining shri guru charitra thus ends the first chapter of shri guru charitra describing the dream vision vouchsafed to namdharak by shri gurunath glory to the all merciful the omnipresent and the ever responsive shri gurunath thank you once again for joining guru charitra see you all tomorrow in the evening from 7 pm to 8 pm have a wonderful day and with a very uh, with a good start of the year may everybody have all that success goodness glory love Om Shri Mahaganapate Namaha Om Shri Gurudev Datta Om Shri Sachidananda Sadguru Sainath Maharaj Ki Jai Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Digambara Digambara Shri Pad Vallabha Digambara Om Shri Krishna Guru Nathanathaya Shri Gurave Namaha Om Devi Durgaaya Namaha Om Shri Krishna Arpanam Namastu Krishnam Vande Jagat Guru